listening to the Deep Roots Podcast, where we're all about giving you the confidence to move beyond pain and into performance. My name is Lance Enerson, and I'm your host. Welcome to episode one of the Deep Roots Podcast. And this makes sense, right? The first episode is going to be about confidence. That's really what I'm all about. It's about giving you the confidence to pursue the things that you want to pursue, to step out of your own way, get out of pain, and really just move into performance. You know, that pain may be physical pain, it might be mental or emotional, whatever it is, that pain point that you have that's holding you back from going for the things that you want to go for, for the things that you need in your life, we're going to talk about confidence. Okay, so what is confidence? Confidence by my definition, by what we're gonna be working off of here today, is the perceived ability to cope with present and future stressors. So let's kind of break that down a little bit. What that really means is you feel like you can handle the things that life is throwing at you currently and that it may throw at you in the near future. That's the definition of confidence that we're working on because if we have confidence, not only are we able, but we're also likely to start taking action. But without action, there's no progression. That's when people start to regress. When we stop taking action and working towards something, that's when people begin to fold in upon themselves. And so I want you to think about this. Think about right now, what are you doing because, what are you not doing because of lack of confidence? Really think about this. All the things that you're not doing in your life, generally speaking, can be traced back to not having enough confidence. It's not that you don't have enough money, you can find the money, you can make the money. It's not that you don't have enough time, you can make it, you can allocate it, you can schedule it. It's not that you don't have the connections, you can go out and create those connections. It's not that you don't have the physical ability, most of the time, you can go out and gain that. And it's not even that you're in too much pain because you can get out of pain. What I don't want this to be is some sort of perceived shaming of people that aren't going for things uh, in their lives, that they're not really reaching for the things that they want to be reaching for. But rather, I want this to be an aha moment for the people that are listening because we have so much more control over our lives than we usually think that we do. We are have so much more ability than we give ourselves credit for, but we need to have confidence in that ability. We need to have confidence to be able to cope with the stress that is in our lives and that will be coming in our lives so that we actually start taking action. I'm not here to talk to you about all those things today though. I really want to just address physical pain because you know, as a physical therapist, that's a lot of what I do is address people's physical pain because they're not able to pursue the things that they want to pursue in their lives. And so since confidence has been defined, let's define pain. I mean, we've all felt physical pain. We know what it it feels like, but I mean, most of the time we don't actually realize what's going on, but really all physical pain actually is, it's, it's just data, okay? And your nervous system is interpreting that data in a harmful way. And you know, many times that's a really good thing, right? I mean, if you weren't able to feel pain and you were sticking your hand in the fire, that's probably not a great situation, right? Because it actually is causing harm. But what's going on is, you know, a lot of times we're in physical pain when nothing is actually wrong. Our body is interpreting information, it's interpreting data as harmful as something that can hurt us when 
there's not actually a problem. I know this is, might be something that could be difficult for you to wrap your mind around, but here's an interesting story. This happened to my four-year-old the other day. She came downstairs as she's getting ready for bed and she was just screaming. She was wailing at the top of her lungs. And this is something that, you know, happens fairly often. <laughs> and so we weren't really too freaked out. And, you know, I asked her, I was like, hey, Audrey, what's what's wrong? Why, why are you screaming? Why are you freaking out? And she says, like, Ruby, that's my two-year-old, she's like, she turned the hot water on me and it burned my hand. And it's like, all right, where to burn you? And like the, the hot water in our condo is actually pretty stinking hot. I should probably turn down the hot water heater. But that's something I will do after this podcast. <laughs> um, so I went up, I, I checked the water. You know, I, I went up, the water was still running to see if it really was something that was scalding hot because I looked at Audrey's hand nothing was wrong with it it wasn't even red from the hot water and so uh you know I went up there and I I felt the water and it was it was kind of warm like it, it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't really even hot and you know I, I really got to think to myself like why was this something that she felt so much pain when it wasn't even something that was threatening at all. And the big thing was, is because it was outside of her expectations. It wasn't the thing that she was expecting to feel because she had turned on the cold water when uh, she got her toothbrush wet and she started brushing her teeth. And then when she went back to, you know, spit out the toothpaste and stuff and she got water on her hand, it was something different. It was so far outside of her expectations that her her nervous system was telling her to get out. You know, like we we need to get away from this. It's something that's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt you very bad. And that was simply because of an expectation. And all right, so that's awesome, right? Four-year-old is tricked essentially into thinking that her hand is burning off by her two-year-old sister. Does that apply to you? The answer is absolutely, because our nervous system really is the master of our experience. It helps us to interpret the things that we're going through so that we actually can find confidence to do the things that we want to do in our lives. Here's another kind of cool experience that, that I had. My first rotation as a physical therapy student in uh, you know a clinical setting was working a lot in a NICU. And the NICU is an interesting place for a physical therapist to work because we're not there to necessarily save a child's life, which is generally the idea of a NICU, but we're there to make sure that things progress and the child develops as normally as possible, even though they've left the womb very, very early. And spending time in the NICU actually gave me a lot of really interesting insights into coaching. And the reason being is because premature babies aren't able to hide anything. They can't fake anything. We learn to fake things so early on in life we learn to fake confidence, we learn to fake strength, we learn to fake pain, we learn to fake so much and we start building all of these layers on top of this experience that we're having so that we can portray a certain face or facade to the people that are around us, oftentimes from embarrassment, but oftentimes because we don't actually have the confidence to show the weaknesses that we have, the things that we're going through, because that 
that sense of vulnerability is, you know, it's something that we fight against from a very, very early age. Uh, but I digress here. So back to the premature babies. Premature babies, their breadth of confidence, if you will, is about two millimeters. I mean, if you push them too much, if you move their arm too much, if their head isn't in the right position, if their legs aren't, you know, supported in a certain way, if, you know, their G tube or their um, nasal cannula, whatever, it's not exactly right they are going to tell you and they're going to tell you in a very dramatic fashion and that's usually going to be with them stopping breathing or their heart rate getting out of control um, or them just being inconsolable because they can't handle the stress that's being thrown at them even though it's so very, very minute. And something that I noticed while I was there in the NICU was that the nursing staff, I mean, like the, the nurses that work in the NICU, you, you have to understand they are the cream of the crop. They're the best of the best at what they do. And a lot of that has to do with how much they actually care about the children that they're taking care of. And like this is the absolute most important thing that they can be doing, except for, you know, possibly raising their own children. And they're absolutely devoted to helping those children to keeping them safe and to giving them the absolute best chance of survival and a happy, healthy, normal life. And we had a pair of twins come into the NICU that were, um, they were just barely at that, that age of viability. You know, generally speaking, it's about 24 weeks. If you're born before 24 weeks, you're pretty much going to die, right? I mean, like your, your lungs just don't have the capacity to develop outside of the womb. And so it's basically a death sentence to be born before then. These kids were born, if I remember correctly, three days after that mark. And so they were extremely, and I mean extremely fragile. I mean, like one of them had to get a shot. And so they had to pinch the skin a little bit right on her thigh and give her the shot. And it ended up bruising from hip to knee and then a bunch of the skin actually ended up dying so we had to take care of the wound and it was it was just a big deal and it was extremely stressful for all of the nurses that were involved you'd see them get there at the beginning of their shift they'd be you know happy doing okay talking to everybody but because of all of the stress that was being thrown at them because of all of the fatigue that they were under really trying to take care of these babies that were living right there on on the edge of death they started to to break down they started to lose confidence they they wouldn't hold eye contact they would start to have protective body language their breathing would change they just started showing all of these signs that their confidence had absolutely disappeared they had burned through all of their resources and so their confidence had tanked. They could no longer handle the stressors that life was throwing at them. So by this definition of confidence that we're working with, they were out of it. So the reason that I'm telling you these stories is because confidence plays a huge role in the way that we experience pain. And I'm not gonna say that just because you have a certain level of confidence, that doesn't mean that you're not going to experience any pain, but rather that you're not going to be so susceptible to experiencing pain in the same level as you would if you were lacking confidence. 
But what I can confidently tell you is that confidence acts as the antithesis to pain. It's the polar opposite. The greater the confidence that we do have, the greater the ability that we have to control the pain that we have in our lives and to get rid of it. And we have two routes of doing that. First, we can replace the pain. So we build the confidence to pursue the thing that's going to remove the pain. So if that's that you have, I don't know, you have a back injury and you need to build strength in certain areas of your body that you need to build awareness, you might need the confidence to get started on that road. You might need the confidence that you get from a friend or a family member to get you started on physical therapy, to get you started on working with a coach. But you gotta have that confidence first. The other option is that we actually increase the area, if you will, of your life. And that's something that I believe is very important when we when it comes to rehab. You know, a lot of people that I work with, they are controlled by their pain. Their pain dictates nearly everything that they do in their life. If there is too much pain, they are not going to be able to do X, Y, Z with their kids. If there is too much pain, they're not going to be able to do X, Y, Z with their spouse. If there's too much pain, they are not going to be leaving the house. And so the way through that is that we create things within their life that pain will not dictate. Okay? If we are able to infuse things into their life that they know, no matter how much pain they're in, that they have control over something, that gives them the first spark, the first boost of confidence to get started and to get moving. You know what? That might be that they are going to sit for three minutes and they're just going to count their breaths. You know, that might be that they're going to read one page in their favorite book. That might mean that they're going to send a friendly text to a family member or friend that they know is having a hard time. It doesn't really matter what the thing is. If we're able to add something to our lives, to the lives of people who are experiencing pain, that pain will not have any control over, that it will not dictate, we can't help but start to build more confidence. We can't help but to be able to experience our moment to moment in a better way because we're controlling something when control had been taken away. And I'm not gonna sit here and, and talk to you about all of this confidence that we can, you know, we can do these little things to um, increase the, the surface area of our lives so that more confidence can exist there and start to push the pain out without you know some experience of my own to to back this up because i i had a back injury from i was squatting and the interesting thing is that like nothing broke down in this there was this was one of those uh those things that you don't see coming at all you know i was just squatting and i went down to the bottom and it wasn't even something that was super heavy for me it was something i was going for a, a five rep um, max for the day which at the time was not really a big deal for me. So I, I went down to the bottom and I heard a crack. I heard a super loud pop and I felt it in my low back. And when it, I felt that, I felt you know just lightning go down both of my legs from my low back. It just shot down into my toes. And so I dumped the bar backwards and the bar kind of squirted me out and I slammed my knee into the squat rack and I instantly couldn't move 
for just a couple seconds, but I couldn't breathe. I crawled out from the squat rack and, you know, I crawled like 20 feet and I just collapsed on the floor. And it was, it was absolutely horrible. I had an insane amount of data, you know, that pain coming into my body. And that, that was important data for me to have because it was telling me, Hey, you need to not be squatting anymore. You need to not be loading. And so it was important for me to, to heed that warning. So that's, that's something that, you know, we need to get out there. It doesn't mean that we're just ignoring pain, you know, we're definitely assessing it, but I was getting an extreme amount of data in there and I had to stop. I couldn't ignore it. I couldn't get around it. It was everything in my life at that moment and my heart had basically dropped. So how did I get that, you know, that confidence back, if you will? How did I get back to where I was able to handle stressors that were thrown at me and be able to handle more stress that I knew would be coming and to be able to pursue things that I wanted to pursue. Like how, how could I have done that? And, and this is what it was. It was really, it was, a, I had a base of knowledge that is significantly greater than the average person when they get injured. I mean, in physical therapy school, most of the way through. So I had a, a huge base of knowledge, but I also had uh, a mindset to go with it that was very advantageous. And the, the place that I got that mindset from really was from you know being chronically ill as as a child and having doctors have absolutely no idea what was wrong with me. And every time I'd go in, they just give me a bottle of opioids and basically say, "Good luck. We don't really know what's going on, but if you're in pain again." take these and that'll get you through. And that was not something that I was willing to willing to uh, accept. So, I had to find I had to find my own answers because I wasn't willing to have a life filled with pain for you know, I guess the rest of my life. And I understand that not everybody has had an experience like that that sets them up to be able to have the confidence to confront something that feels earth shattering and I'm not saying that you need that what I am saying is that we all have times in our lives where we have to confront the fact that we can either make a choice to reach for something bigger and reach for something better or we can accept the status quo I guess one thing that you could say is that confidence really comes down to us deciding to make a choice deciding that we're going to take control of the situations that are happening in our lives and to move forward with them. In this case, when I injured my back, I was not able to do anything for a while. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand. I couldn't do, I couldn't do anything because I felt so terrible. I would wake up in the middle of the night because my back was hurting and I knew that I needed to move. So I would crawl around on the floor for 20 minutes because I needed that movement. That's where I started was that crawling. I eventually progressed to marching in place. And then I progressed to doing different breathing exercises when I was in a bridge and walking up and down stairs synchronized with my breathing because again, I had the knowledge to address it, but I still needed to rebuild the confidence in those movement patterns. And now I'm able to do anything that I want to do, right? I mean, tissues heal bodies heal and that's the beautiful thing. We can have confidence in the fact that we can get better. We don't have to 
sit in fear, assuming that our bodies are broken, that we're unable to go for those things that we really want to go for when, in fact, it just starts with a choice. We have to step back and own the fact that we're in pain and then own the fact that we can, in fact, get better, that we are not ever stuck where we're at forever. And just like I talked about before, that confidence helps to replace pain, but also can help to expand our lives. That was the case for me. I mean, my the surface area of my life, right? It, it expanded a lot. I have a lot more empathy now. I have a lot more opportunities that I see coming into my life because of the shift in my perspective that I had because of this injury. I also found out that I have a lot more resources that I didn't even know about. You know, I'm talking internal resources within myself that I can deal with a lot of pain in ways that I didn't that I didn't know about. And as ridiculous as it sounds, I am grateful that I went through that experience because it made me a better person. It gave me a broader and stronger foundation to build off of as I strive to gain more and more confidence and try to do bigger and better things in my life. So my invitation to you is to make a choice. Make a choice to own the situation that you're in, own the fact that you can change it, and start making choices that allow you to actually change the trajectory of where you're at. And if you have a journey about confidence, um, whether that's physical confidence, kind of like what we talked a little bit about today, or just generally speaking, I'd love to hear about it. You know, shoot me an email. You can contact me on Instagram. That is where I am most active. Um, my handle's at lance.enerson underscore SPT. And I will leave that in the show notes. Next time, we will be talking about actually gaining confidence. We talked about what it is today and how that relates to pain. And we're going to talk about how to actually gain the confidence that we need to be going for those things that we actually care about. I hope this conversation helped you to deepen your roots and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. If you did find this conversation valuable, please go to iTunes, go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review, leave a rating and let me know what you liked, what you didn't like and if there's anything else that you'd like me to cover in the future. Mm -hmm.